brackets. Welcome to brackets. Uh, you're Ben. And you're Tim. What are we doing this week, Ben? Well, this week we're going to be talking about 80s rock songs, and my goodness, did it cause some controversy this week. Let's get going. Episode 2. Welcome, everyone. This is a very exciting uh, podcast for me, personally. Because it's the second one. I always love going seconds. Uh, you're Ben. And you are Tim. Correct, for the second week in a row. And this week, uh, we're looking at, at our favourite rock songs from the 80s. Oh, how contentious was this one? This was very, well, I think we could probably have had our top 16 contentious issues from uh, from just how we came up with this one. So we there are obviously a lot of rock songs from the 80s. Uh, and a definition of rock isn't that easy to, to find, as we found. No, it's definitely not. There's uh, <laughs> apparently a lot of versions of rock. Uh, so basically, I guess we had to come up with some guidelines, which we didn't really want to do, but it was the only way to stop yeah. us from having 528 songs on this list. Or, and should we explain or, to or, the... And something, the... Yeah, and not too different. different. So we, were, we, we didn't go... We could have gone with, like, glam rock or kitschy sort of uh, hair hair kind of rock big hair big hair rock big, big hair rock we didn't really we didn't go down that that track we could have gone down ballads um, rock ballads power ballads yep that, that'll we'll save that for another podcast mm-hmm. i think as well even pop rock we sort of stayed away from because there was so many that yep. covered both genres so we tried to really streamline it into rock if possible and then we but we decided to go with rock songs that we like yeah so, so yep. between us it's rock songs from the eighties that we like, and I have no doubt the listener—I mean, listeners—podcast. Um, no, no, oh, sorry, yeah, the listener. Hi, mum. Will be saying quite regularly, "Why didn't you have that song in? Why didn't you have that song in?" And you're a hundred percent right. There could have been so many songs that go in here. So apologies in advance to hundreds of songs. I guess as well, we should uh, explain to the millions listening mm. what we actually do. I guess in uh, why we're named brackets. Well, we did that in episode one, but you can take it away and explain in episode two uh, I know. even quicker. You're right. And I'm just thinking of the millions of listeners that are, you know, didn't hear episode yeah. one. No, no, good, good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. It, very, very briefly, we basically just have the top 16 of whatever we want for that week and they play off against each other till we get to a final. I think that's the quickest way of saying it. And this week, as we said, 80s rock songs that we like. Now, we had a draft <clears throat> to come up with the, uh, the 16. The contentious um, draft, but uh, we did get the edited highlights ready to ready to play you, so we can play you those now, and uh, we'll be back in a sec with uh, with the draw. Eye of the Tiger, fight for your right, Beastie Boys. Another one bites the dust, Queen. Big Child of Mine, Guns and Roses. Need you tonight in excess. Epic, Faith No More. Summer of '69 by Brian Adams. Pride in the name of love, you too. Living on a prayer, Bon Jovi. Don't stop believing, Journey. We built this city by Starship. Like Wow Wipeout, Hoodoo Gurus. I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett and the Black Arts. Africa by Toto. The Boys of Summer, Don Henley. You can't go through this countdown without the final countdown by yes. Europe. So uh, a few songs missed out. Any of yours that uh, that didn't make the list? Nah, they all made it. I made sure they all, all made it, Tim. 
every single song I wanted made it in there. How about yourself? Same. Absolutely every single one. Every <laughs> single song. Nah, there was there was like there was I was trying to think of ones in this genre that missed it. Like there was ones outside the genre that sort of was fair yeah. enough, but I, there I are think a couple... maybe Jump by Jump by Van Halen was a bit stiff. Yeah, and Dreams. I right, I preferred Dreams, but I know you, you like Jump. But yeah, there was there's no Van Halen. There's no Poison. That could have oh. that was uh, that was sort of fell under the kitschy glam rock. And um, also, they, and under rock ballads, um, every rose has its thorn. Yeah, I think all, all fired up. Pat Benatar was a bit stiff. There's no Bruce Springsteen. There could have been a couple oh. in there that was, that was stiff. Metallica's one was another one that that, that could have Ooh. got in. Yeah, that was stiff. That was, but yeah, I that, think that, we're I, I think we're stuck with uh, sixteen pretty good. I think songs, we've got sixteen pretty yeah, pretty good sort of charting <laughs> rock songs from the eighties. And kind of even, I think, in some regards, like they're not different ones. We go, oh, that one's so different to that one. They, they all have, they're sort of similar, if you know what I mean. And if, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, should I um, should I start up the machine? Oh, please start it up. I love the machine. Now, this is the machine which randomised, this is the randomizer machine, which puts them all into the drawer. And uh, you just have to hope that some of your favourites don't come up against each other too early. But it's all up to the randomizer. Okay, here we go. Okay, there's a few interesting, there's a few few interesting matchups that I can see off the top. There's a couple of my favourites, which you know I won't disclose obviously yet, and a few of them come up against each other. This is like Mars versus Snickers from last week all over again. All, all over again. Well, we do know we've got a, <laughs> a way for breaking the tiebreakers, which may get called on a fair bit coming up here. And it's, uh, I it's, think it might. We'll see to that very shortly. But let's kick it. Let, let me just... Uh... Round of 16. And we're away <clears throat> with the very first matchup. All right. We've got Don Henley's The Boys of Summer versus Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. All right. Now, The Boys mm. of Summer was mm-hmm. the first single off his second CD, then then Henley's second, second CD, and it's about ageing and questioning the past. Is that just off the top of your head? Just off the top of my head. Yeah. I just do random stuff like this, and I would <laughs> say without any research at all mm. that Living on a Prayer is their debut single, I would suggest, and nah. I would... No, it's not. It's not, it's actually. It's from their third, it's their third CD. Not. Yeah, actually, it's from their third CD. And did you know that John mm-hmm. Bon Jovi originally hated the song and was only yeah. convinced by Richie's Sambora to include it with a new bassline? Uh, the one that goes. Were you playing music then, or were you? It that, sounds that like of... it. It sounds like it. I know. I know. That was amazing. All right, so let's get into it. The Boys of Summer, Don Henley, Living on a Prayer, Bon Jovi. This look. I'm just going to put this disclaimer in because I've got a feeling I'm going to otherwise say this like 14 times or something that mm-hmm. they're all hard they're all hard matchups so I'm going to try not to say it again. Yeah. Um, but you have to you have to go with one. I'm just thinking back to that era um, mm-hmm. and Living on a Prayer was one of my favorite songs. Um, Boys of Summer was a good song but it wasn't one of my favorites so I'm going to go with Living on a Prayer Bon Jovi. Okay. And we're I'm halfway gonna... there. <laughs> well, uh, it takes me back to a time when I used to work on the docks. I so again, I, I agree that uh, "Living on a Prayer" was also one of a favourite song when I was a kid. "Boys of Summer" wasn't so much a favourite, but but over time, Ooh. 
when like living on a prayer was probably a bit of a karaoke song too because words are pretty did easy you, did you grow up no I didn't did i, I did so. i say grow up i was just over time, time over after time, time. I listened to a few of these songs just uh, the other day. I just didn't like living on a prayer anymore. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's not that I don't like it. It's just uh, maybe I've just heard it, it too you. often. Whereas the Boys of Summer, I really like the the version, the covers, the cover version of um, of Boys of Summer. Which I know we're not reviewing the cover version, but it's made me enjoy the uh, the original. Oh, was it Atari's that did the Boys of Summer? I actually don't know because I didn't do any research. I'm just doing these things off the top it was of my the, head. It was the Atari. It was the Atari. <clears throat> so I'm going to say that this one's going through to Mike uh, and oh. matchup number one is a tie. Okay, going through to tiebreaker Mike. Tiebreaker we'll Mike. Talking, we will be talking to it some stage. Okay, so over to you. The next matchup, which I'll just read out, is Eye of the Tiger versus We Built This City. And yep. you go. Over to you. Over to me. I am going to say that this is an easy one for me. Um, I Have the Tiger is, 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 is and always has been a classic motivation song. And I, actually, the other night I was watching the episode of Family Guy where Peter starts singing it but, mm. uh, when Lois is fighting. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Okay. Maybe you had to be there. Um, no, no, but, I, I, I remember. And we built this city. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, it's a mem- my memory of that time is when sort of music started to... Going a little on the, on the down, the sort of little too electronic for you. Yeah, it's not as bad as as um, their other song. Um, Nothing's going to stop us now. That was bad. Oh. We built the cities okay. Like I like, I, I don't mind. We built this city on rock or and or on roll. Some of their really early stuffs really good, but uh, but I have the tigers got this one down for me. Fair sure. enough. Fair enough. Now I have the tiger. Obviously, everyone knows it's from the from Rocky. Rocky three. Um, well, might even Rocky. be from all the Rockies, actually. I think it's Rocky um, 2. Oh, I think it might be Rocky 3, but it could be Rocky 2. You could be right. Um, but uh, it's been used a lot, in, especially in America. A lot of political campaigners try and use it as their backdrop, and there's been many a lawsuit, uh, including just in 2012, Mitt, Mitt Romney had uh, he got a lawsuit yeah. against him for trying to use it as his song for his electoral campaign. So there's a little bit of trivia oh, and, for he wasn't, you. and he wasn't allowed. He wasn't allowed, no, so he dropped it. Uh, and a lot of, do that a lot. Um, Trump's been doing do that lot. lately. Yeah. Yep, he has. And we built this city, funnily, was a number one hit in a lot of countries, um, but it was also in 2011 ranked number one by Rolling Stones on their worst ever 80s song. <laughs> See? So, it wasn't far uh, off. <laughs> you weren't. And the funny thing with this matchup is I actually love both songs and I didn't know I loved We Built This City till I uh, started playing around with a few 80s songs the last few days. And I don't know, I just did something just, I hadn't heard it in so long. I just loved it so much. And as I almost feel like this is a bit wrong, but I'm going to put, I'm going to put We Built This City through and leave it up to Mike. Jeez. Look, mm. okay. Uh, I'm marking that down as a, as a tie. I mm. do think if you are building a city, you're going to need a lot more in your infrastructure as much as I appreciate and love rock and roll you're going to need like hospitals you're going to need transportation don't just use so that's just a that's just a community service now just in case yeah and you are spot on it was rocky three i feel foolish i wonder what the song was from rocky two i've got a i've got some more i must admit i did know it was from rocky three because i have another bit of trivia about rocky three later on ah Mm. which was also what the lois um 
uh, Lois versus whoever it was that wasn't Mr. T in, in that episode of Family Guy. But, okay, matchup number three, your serve. Oh. Uh, we have a couple of songs from the early 80s here. We've got Another One Bites the Dust by Queen oh. and Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Yeah, this is a good matchup. Uh, Another One Bites the Dust, obviously, like you said, from Queen. It was on their eighth CD. Um, and oh, hang on, hang on. Whoa. They didn't have a CD back then, surely. No, that's a very good point. I'm calling them CD. Sure. Album. <laughs> vinyl. And the bit of trivia is that originally this song was be, was down to be the theme in Rocky Three before at the very last minute being replaced by Eye of the Tiger. That's... And it was only the, the demo version of Rocky Three has this song instead of Eye of the Tiger. Interesting. I never knew that. Mm, it's a good bit there of trivia. And Don't Stop Believing. Um, this to me wasn't one of my favourite songs growing up. It was okay. Like, don't get me wrong. There was nothing wrong with it. But just listening to it recently, <laughs> and I think I've heard it in, it was in the final scenes of Sopranos. It was Correct. also in the Tom Cruise movie, Rock of Ages. Yes. Um, let's, let's, not say, let's not say that's a Tom Cruise movie, though. That's true. That's a very. He good was alright, really but he did change the ending for himself. That, that, that's it's, a very it's, good point. It was crucial. It's the the crucial part of the story of, of Rock of Ages. Yep. And I think if you had to ask me this, like back in time, I would have straight away said another one bites the dust. But I'm controversially going to plump for "Don't Stop Believing." Oh, there's something about that song that just gets me now. Every time I listen to it, right from the first beat. Yep. Don't stop believing. It is. It is. You're you are spot on because I'm the same. I I uh, I, I love Queen. Mm, another same. one bites the dust is we is went together very... to see queen we saw Elizabeth, a queen no. uh, we went no. to see we will rock you yeah, we, went, um, we did which was awesome and another another one bites the dust is good in that there's that something is, about it's, another, it's such a simple song whereas yes. don't stop believing is is more of an epic song it's hard to compare yes. the two so you could say that it takes you on a journey absolutely um i don't you know you know what i don't reckon i'd even heard don't stop believing until it was on the sopranos and then i heard it a few times i don't know if like, i did either this is brilliant and then Same. in Rock of Ages, it's just like couldn't stop playing it. So I think it's uh, it's going through the, to round two. Don't stop believing. I don't, it's my journey. I don't know if Michael stopped believing that we've put that one through in straight sets. Yep. Um. Uh, uh, it's uh, that's well. He's got. He's going to have plenty of work to do, regardless, though. <laughs> oh no, he is. You're right. And uh, matchup four, which I'll let you explain, is this is. I, I feel like this is one extreme. There. If there are extremes in this, which there aren't many, I got a feeling these two are extremes in the matchups. Yep, yep, they certainly are, and uh, they're possibly. I'll go out and say they're possibly two of my favourite songs of the uh-huh. of, of the countdown. So Same. it's epic, epic by Faith No More versus Africa by Toto. It was the one I was spewing the most about when I saw the matchups. Yeah, yeah. It's Mars versus Snickers all over. This is the one I was talking about. It is. It, it is. Because on one hand, you've got a song to me, for me, that represents the 80s. Like Toto's Africa has got all mm-hmm. of the daggy sort of rock of the 80s mm-hmm. traits that you need. Whereas Epic is like the is like the taste of what's coming. It's the future what if it of was music. The, what if it was the Weezer cover of Africa? I love it. I love it because it's almost the same as the original. Mm. I love the emotion of, of, uh, of Africa. But I love Epic by Faith No More. But I'm going to say because this is rock of the 80s and the Faith No More, which is probably in my top 10 albums of all time, the real thing, it's it's because it it's a forerunner to the 90s. I didn't think I was going to do this, but I'm going to say Africa by Toto. And now yes. I, feel, I feel like I've let down. I know you what you know, mean. Because it, because Only because it's the, I'm going with the 80s. Yeah, I felt like I let Queen down in the last one. So 
I know what you mean. Um, well, Africa was, yeah, it was actually based on them watching a late night doco one night on Africans' yes. plight and suffering that they wrote it um, on. And it just it has always grabbed at me, this song. Like even now when I listen to it, I still it still grabs me. Um, but, but as you know, it, Faith No More are one of my favourite bands. I love Epic. It's one of their best songs. Um, it was the second single from their third CD. And did you know that, that you, know, you know the fish that's flopping around at the end of the film clip? Mm-hmm. Did you know that that fish was stolen from Björk at a party? No, no. Well, well you I'm glad they did, though. You do. You know that now. They should have stolen that swan from off her shoulders that she wore at one of the, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um, what was the, uh, the parental, I think it's the first song single they had with Mike Patton. I think it might have been. Cause, and I think in the video clip he wears a Mr Bungle T-shirt. Oh, Mr. Bungle, how good were they? Which is where he came from, yeah. They were weird, and a big shout-out to Dymo. Uh, with this one, Epic vs. Africa, see, this is going to be controversial. I almost want to leave this one for Mike, but I have to be true to myself, and I'm voting Africa as well. Ooh, as sure, I know. as, sure I as Kilimanjaro to rises, like Olympus above the Serengeti. Exactly Which right. is somehow a line in epic. that song. I don't know. And I nearly did. I nearly, and I, know, I, I was I, going I, to. I know, I was hoping you did so we could leave it to Mike. But I, having said that, I actually would have then been disappointed if Mike went for Epic as well because I really want Africa through. So that's all good. The 80s, the 80s feel. I think we're going to get more work from Mike on the right-hand side of the draw, though, because there's one Same. here that that I, I'm also stuck in. But uh, the first matchup on the right-hand side is Sweet Child of Mine, Guns N' Roses, versus Need You Tonight in Excess. Oh, and Sweet Child of Mine, which was the third single from their debut CD. Third? Really? Yeah, third. third single from their debut CD in 1988. Mm. Um, and did you know that they did their original demo and they weren't quite happy with it and they heard Axl Rose muttering to himself, where do we go, where do we go now? <laughs> they, included, they included the lyrics into the song. There you <laughs> and go. It was the th- so and what was the first? Was Welcome to the Jungle the first song? I think it was. I can't okay. pick what the second was, though. Um, but Need You Tonight, obviously. Paradise City. Ex- Sorry. Oh, well done. No, I think you're right. I think, I think, must have been. They were the three big ones and patience. But anyway, sorry. No, no, that's all right. I I feel like Need You Tonight, sort of, once that drum beat kicks in and stuff, I feel like you get a bit of the jiggity jiggity kind of quagmire head rock sort of happening. This is really family guy kind Um, of It it is, isn't it? This was the first single release from Kick, and ironically, Kick was the first album I ever bought. I bought it on the same day as I bought um, U2's Rattle and Hum. I went to save up all my money and went to Brashes and bought Kick and Rattle and Hum on the same day. So this sort of song sort of has some sentimental value for me. So for that reason, I'm putting Need You Tonight through. I think this that this podcast, this episode should be brought to us by Brashes. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps we can have a Brashes ad in there somewhere. Maybe but, they could give us a Brashes voucher each. Oh, they were the best. I still love getting Brashes vouchers. Still do. Except now they've got JB written on them, I suppose. Um, oh, I don't like his commentary at all. JB. Oh, no. uh, so, Not JP yeah. When we do that's shit footy commentators. <laughs> um, oh, Tim, that's a great one. You can't say that. <laughs> uh, this one's going through to Mike. I think when I think 80s rock, I think Guns N' Roses and yep. Axl Rose and Sweet Child of Mine is is, is such... Uh, it, it has to go to a tiebreaker, this one, because Sweet Child of Mine can't... Is, yeah. Is a, is I knew time. I knew this was going to a tiebreaker. Yeah, it's yeah. Sweet Child of Mine has got bits of everything in it. it, uh, it and Need You Tonight, I'm going to be honest, 
is not one of my favorite in excess songs oh fair in enough fact i like all it kicks not one of my favorite in excess albums even though it was one of oh. the first albums i got to uh, after i got that i got into more of their older stuff and uh, yeah. and you liked it when in 2004 the road traders uh they they covered it and called it one of my kind because you were a bit of a natalie fan a bit of a raving uh, Lake fan surely did they did they uh did they do that okay <laughs> They did. Admittedly, she wasn't the she wasn't the lead singer at the time, but they did. They did cover so. it. I do remember yeah, that, they, that version of, yeah. of it. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted to put uh, look, her in there. Into the I do pod. really like. I know. I, I do really like um, Natalie Braithwaite. Yes, we know. Basing Blake. I do, but oh, I also yeah. do, do really like um, the you know the uh, God. The name's not coming to me. The main song, the band main ballad off Kick. I really do like Never Tear Us Apart. I do like that. Oh, that's yes, great. Great. that's oh, it's an all-time classic, yeah. yeah. Um, but this is rock balance, so, yeah. That's right. Well, next, you're served, Pride versus Fight for Your Right. Ooh, that's an interesting <laughs> matchup. These are two of my favourite songs of the 80s. Mm. If I were to pick one new two song that I'd go back to, it's going to be Pride. Ooh. Fight for Your and I'm a, and I'd love Beastie Boys. I reckon you would have loved me to go first on this one. Yeah, so I put it through a tiebreaker, but I'm not going yes. to. <laughs> no, there's integrity at stake here. I love the Beastie Boys. However, the Beastie Boys aren't really 80s rock. The Beastie Boys, and this is not really like any other Beastie Boys song. It is a bit of a, it, it's almost a parody of a, of a song, Five Year Old, even though I love it. Yeah. Well, that's ironic because the song was actually written as a parody, but it's, oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> it's, since, it, but it's since been used as kind of a stand-up anthem by a lot of people yeah it, I, I love the song yeah it is and right. i'm still tempted to, to put it to put it through but in the name well, of love is you should know who i'm putting through from what we've chatted about so there's I am, hint for you. i'm pretty sure i do but that's not going to change my vote or is it i'm trying to work out which way my which way my is my heart going here do you want to leave it up to mike or not that's your question here all right I've got good memories. In, okay, here we go. I've, I've come up with a, my heart's decided. When I first heard Pride, I didn't like mm-hmm. it oh. as a kid. I've grown as to, to appreciate it a lot more and I love it now. Mm. When I first heard Fight For Your Right, I thought this is a fucking excellent song. So I'm going to go with my young, like whereas what didn't happen with Living In A Prayer And Boys Of Summer, I'm reversing mm-hmm. that logic here and I'm going to vote for Fight For Your Right. Yep, that's definitely your prerogative. I reckon I related a lot more to that song as in the 80s than I probably do now. Because your um, mum threw away your best porno mag? Wow. Nah, that was obviously well hidden. It was the secondary ones that got thrown out. But um, <laughs> Kids these days wouldn't know what that is. Nah, exactly. But I, did you know that uh, Pride was written, it was Martin actually Luther written King. about Martin Luther King. Yeah, it was after yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. after his bi- biography Mal- Malcolm X came out. Definitely yeah. not, the movie, he... not the movie Malcolm. <laughs> um, I mean. As, as if Martin Luther Malcolm King X. is relevant now. God. Oh, well, that's what, true. what in the world could be happening that, that that's not not topical at all and uh <laughs> for that reason I, I i can't not put pride so i'm i'm going straight for pride i'm just going to go straight to it pride is mine so we'll, we'll throw it to mike to make the decision yep. yep which i think is 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 right the right thing to do with this one anyway yep i agree pride uh, there's just there's a lot of songs about there's a couple of songs about martin luther king on that album including mm-hmm. mlk uh, which is a which is yep. a lovely song. Anyway. Well, what would that stand for? Milk, um, I always thought. Uh, of course it does. Or Mulk, if it was on The Simpsons. 
Now, the next matchup, Summer of 69 versus mm-hmm. Like Wow, Wipeout. Oh, this is an interesting matchup, actually. Um, so we've got Summer of 69. Yeah, I just I remember loving that back in the 80s, actually. Is that um, when you got your first real six string? Well, funny you should say that because early on, they were actually playing it um, off a 12 string riff and then they adapted oh, right. it to six string. Yeah, adapted it to six string. So the lyrics could have been a lot different. Well, one word different anyway, but um, they could have definitely been different. If and was, uh, I've got my first real 12 string, it would be more of a John Butler song. Oh, yeah, nice. And actually with that, they were early days, he admitted that it was a reference to sex and making love in the summertime. But when it started to become a bit famous, the song, he then changed it and went for a more conventional interpretation that it's to do with the year 1969, which was a bit of a cop-out, really, I thought. Um, uh. And Like Wow, Wipeout. Yeah, I loved this song back in the 80s. Um, it was actually re- originally recorded as a B-side to the single Bring the Hoodoo Down, and I was, mm. surprised when it, I was surprised when it became popular, so then they released it, actually put it on the, on the CD, or the album, sorry. So, oh, this is a tough one. I... It's a close call, this one, actually, but I'm going to put, I'm going to vote for Summer of 69, just. Ooh. Okay. It's because of the six strings, not 12. <laughs> and because Jimmy quit and Jody got married. Well, that's I a think. good enough reason as I any. Think. Pretty sure um, that's what happened. I really liked Brian Adams' first song. Is it Run To You? I really liked that song. Uh-huh. Uh, that was a good song. And Heaven was a pretty good song, too. Summer uh-huh. 69, you, you, you heard a lot of it. But it's a bit of an an- what, anthem song. Very much an anthem. It's, you can't hate it. but No. I think as well I hadn't heard it in a while and listened to it last year. I went, oh, yeah, I remember this. This is good. Whereas Like Wow Wipeout, A, it's good to have. We've got a couple, had a couple of Australian songs in there. I, did, I really loved Like Wow Wipeout when it came out and then didn't hear it for a couple of years. And mm. then back in about year 10, we were playing in a school concert and our, our band Said they said you need to do a cover of something, and uh, the guy Simon Georgeopoulos, our lead guitarist, said let's do like our wipeout. And uh, I, thought, I didn't know that he was into that. That's, that's, that's great. And I was playing drums. That's best drums to play, and like our wipeout. So it's got I've got an emotional attachment there. Mike's got more work yeah. to do. Yeah, it's no, going through. I like how I like how there's a few of these songs in this list that go straight into lyrics. Like I do like a good you know in, in, instrumental intro, but also like. Song like Like Wild Wipeout goes straight into lyrics, like from the word go. I kind of like that as well sometimes. Kiss the ground on which you walk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And leaves us with the final countdown Europe versus I Love Rock and Roll. And so far, only Jet two. And the Black Hearts. Only two oh. have gone through. And I thought this would happen. I thought this would happen. Actually, though. we're talking about other bands that missed out. We kind of haven't got too many women in here, unfortunately. No. Heart could have been, we and did. Pat Benatar was 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 there about the Divinals must have been must have been thereabouts as well because we kind of only feel figured that after the fact, didn't we? But it was yeah. probably more a more sexist era back then as well, and maybe there was more songs and more publicized songs. Ah, there were less rock then. chicks. I think there were less rock, rock chicks back then. More pop chicks as well. I'm yeah, say. that's true. When the pop ones, we we'll have to make sure we even it out, and because there's just as many good female yeah. accessories, yeah. males if not more. For this matchup, final countdown. I, I actually had the single of it somewhere. I hey, I was I was a I, fan of of the final countdown. Was it a cassing? Was it a single? No, it was a seven inch, and then so was the record. Hey, don't, you don't have to brag, Tim. <laughs> um, but everything else by them was rubbish, and. <laughs> 
Whereas Joan Jett is a pioneer, and I love rock and roll, stands the test of time a lot. Final Countdown is almost a bit of a joke song now because mm. of, it's used as the magician song in um, Arrest, in Arrested Development, oh, uh, yes. as well as other things. It's a good song. I love rock and roll is a proper song, so I love rock and roll for me. Okay. And so we've got the final countdown, which obviously from the Swedish rock band Europe. Yeah. 1986 from their third CD. And the lyrics were weirdly inspired by a David Bowie song, Space Oddity, which I should have yeah. gone back and listened to Space Oddity to see well, what the, lyrics they're talking about. Because there's a big difference because the lyrics that say Space Oddity are good. Um, yes. I don't think you can say that. <laughs> we're leaving together, but still it's farewell. <laughs> uh, whereas I Love Rock and Roll was... It was actually first recorded by the Arrows in 1975, but then it was covered by Joan Jett in 1982 oh, and ended up becoming her ended up becoming her biggest hit. It was also used in the movie Wayne's World 2, which is excellent. Also um, covered by Joan Kerner excellent. on the Late Show. Oh, good old Joan Kerner. There Joan you go. Kerner. Some political messages in there as well. No, okay, so Mick, Mick Malloy got it wrong. He was supposed to book Joan Jett and book Joan Kerner. Uh, it's so easy to do. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened a lot. I am weirdly. This is a tough one. I know. I actually do know what you mean. One almost feels like a real song versus a bit of an anthem song, but it's all about anthems, eighties, big hair. I'm, I'm going the final countdown. Let's leave this one to Mike oh, really? as well. Yeah. Ooh. Let's see what Let's see what he has to say about this. Ben, there's a knock at the door. Hang on. Let me let me just open it. On cue, it's a tiebreaker, Mike. Oh, hey, gents, how are we both? Very G'day. well. How are you? Oh, fantastic, thank you. Look, we've got a little bit of work for you today, just a tiny bit. Um, out of the eight matchups, there's six of them that we couldn't decide between. So there's yeah. only two that have actually gone through to the semis at this stage. Actually, Absolutely. the quarters. The quarters. So we could be here for a while. Mm. <laughs> no, nah, just give me through. Having a look at the matchups now. Well, let, let us of... talk you through. You've, the first uh, the first draw for you to settle, Boys of Summer versus Living on a Prayer. A couple of different different style songs. What's your, what are yeah. your feelings? Well, I mean, you've got to weigh them up. It's, it's the sing-along test, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, got, you've got Boys of, Boys of Summer. You know, it's a song about uh, his ex and unrequited love. Makes you think of the beach, you know, and driving down the highway. And then you've got... Uh, uh, Living on a Prayer, which is just a, a classic 80s song. You know, you've got the classic the classic intro, uh, a great chorus, big hair, and it's a tough one uh, as I really like both songs. And, look, I think I'm going to have to go Living on a Prayer. Oh. Yes. Oh, look. I know. Well done. Well done, Boy Boys of Summer was one of my favourites, but... Living on a Prayer is quite a big song. So It was a tough match-up early, that one. It was a bit harsh. Look, we've already you... said the disclaimer that all 16 songs are good, so everyone that leaves this is harsh, I reckon. And now, now that you've done it, don't look back. You can never look back. Living in a Prayer is going to go, go through, <laughs> even if you do see a Deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. They're, they're all good lines, uh, as opposed actually, to Tommy working on the jock. You actually did see a Deadhead sticker on a Cadillac, apparently. Did he? Oh. Yeah, that that's actually um, real life experience. They, that's Mike, Mike, those days are gone forever. 
You should just let them go. But... We should just let them go, yes. Mm. Now, the next one, we've got two iconic 80s songs, funnily enough. Um, we've got Eye of the Tiger by Survivor versus We Built, the, uh, as opposed to the other Eye of the Tiger that you're probably thinking of by um, Janet Jackson. Made that up. Um, versus yeah, We Built This City wondering. by Starship. Oh. Well, you see, you've got, you know, Eye of the Tiger's just synonymous with uh, Rocky, you know. Adrian. You know, it's a bang tune. It gets you pumped up, gets you ready to rumble. Got Starship with an iconic line, Marconi plays the mumba, listen to the radio. Yeah, what more exactly. do you want? Marconi invented the wireless. And he plays the mumba on his radio. And he plays oh. the mumba on the radio. Um, yeah. what, what, else, what else would you play, Tim? In that yeah. circumstance, Alan, they were that good group. They were iconic group, Starship. They also did "Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now." Remember that song? Yeah, yeah. that was probably equal second worst song of the eighty. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's showing his hands here. That was in the movie Mannequin, which I Andrew which McCarthy, I Andrew McCarthy, the eighties heartthrob, and Sex in the City's the girl from Second Yeah, you used yeah. to you used to pause that movie a lot, didn't you, Mike? I, I did, but no, I there was no nudity. <laughs> their, their um, other song, their, when they were Jefferson Starship or Jefferson Aeroplane, they had some really good songs. White Rabbit. Well, yeah, White Rabbit. White Rabbit is a brilliant song. Not in the 80s. Though. Awesome yeah, although it's not 80s. No. <laughs> Look, this is a tough one, but. Um, Who are you sending through to play Living on a Prayer? I think we're going um, The Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, I thought that would go through. I gave, oh. I tried, I tried to, I at least gave We Built the City a chance. I gave it a small, tiny chance. One more That's a chance good matchup. Um, so we no. we have our we have our quarterfinal matchups: Living on a Prayer versus Eye of the Tiger. On the left hand side, Leaving versus Africa. Oh, that's a stacked. I think we've got a stacked side again. We've that's got a, pretty it's pretty well, especially that, that. Yeah, don't stop leaving versus Africa is going to be bloody hard. But uh, over on the, we've still got a lot of work for you on the right hand side of the draw, Mike. Lots of work. Get over here and have a look at the right hand side of the draw. Um, we need you tonight, Mike. It's, uh, hey, hey, he's got eyes of the bluest skies <laughs> and um, he can decide. And it reminds me of childhood memories. Uh, can you decide between Need You Tonight and Sweet Child of Mine? Well, Sweet Child of Mine, you've just got that guitar riff that just brings mm -hmm. you into the song and then Axl Rose's vocals just drags you in deeper. Um, it's pure 1980s rock. It's a classic mm. tune. Um they were quite prolific in the in the eighties uh, and nineties as well. Guns and Roses. You had Paradise City and Welcome to the Jungle. Um, <laughs> yep. I also like November Rain, but that was released in nineteen ninety one, so we couldn't consider that one. Yeah. Um, I think they started then, filming the video clip in the eighties because it went for a long time. Yeah, it probably did. It was long. And then <laughs> sorry, you had Night, which is another great guitar riff intro. Intro, sorry, mm -hmm. I should say. It easily oh, passed yes. the long test. Um, and it's a great album. There's so many great songs on Kick. You've got New Sensation, Mystify, Never Tear Us Apart, and of course, Need You Tonight. And it was and the first song? album I ever. It was the first album I ever bought, Mike. Ah, okay. It's a great yeah. album. Very listenable, and uh, they're both great songs. However, I, I was I accidentally stole this album. I probably shouldn't tell you that this story. Whoa! Statute of Limitations. There were a couple of, for a couple of years, for a couple of weeks back in about year seven, we used to steal, maybe year eight or nine, we used to steal tape covers and 
I do thought, we, oh, do yeah. we need some legal representation? Probably. Here or yeah, I can edit this out. I'll edit this out. <laughs> and then I thought I just had stolen the tape cover, but it wasn't. It was the whole tape, so I threw it away, and I never took another thing ever. Oh, yeah. wow. I felt so guilty. I went back to the shop and I've bought stuff since that I didn't need because I felt so guilty about it. But, Did uh, you pay a little bit extra well, every extra. time? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Different now. Yeah. So now I'm with the now I'm really with the Joker and the thief. <laughs> uh, we get, we're going to go with uh, Sweet Child of Mine. Yes. Okay. Tim gets Good another call. one through. Damus. <laughs> this is a tough one. I All can't right. remember which one I chose. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is the one did. you. Tim didn't know which one here to go, and he went first, and he went. Oh, I won't tell you. He went one of them, and then I went the oh, other yeah. one. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's, uh, so all Pride you, in the Name of Love versus Fight for Your Right by the Beastie Boys. Well, Pride is a great song from a great album. I, I love the title song, The Unforgettable Fire. Um, you two were pretty prolific in the uh, in the eighties with Joshua oh. Tree, Rattle and Hum, Under a Blood Red Sky, um, and it's a very apt song given what we're going through at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. as it's about Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, versus uh, the Beastie Boys, Fight for Your Right, uh, which came from the excellent album Licence to Ill, No Sleep Till Brooklyn, Paul Revere, has, has the guitar riff, and it easily passes the sing-along test. They're both great, great songs. It's a tough one. I think because of what's going on at the moment, I think, and it's still... It still resonates today. I think we're going to go with pride. Good call. Good decision, Mike. Good call. I think the right call there. Mind you, a a matchup of Sweet Child of Mine and Fight for Your Right, that would have just gone sick at the blue light disco. (laughs) Back in (laughs) 1988. Fully sick. And Um, now, Mike, another another one for you. Summer of 69 versus Like Wow Wipeout. I'll tell you this one. Summer of 69 was quite, it's quite an interesting song because it's uh, looking back on summertime and love and it's actually about sex. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Brian Adams said. Mm-hmm. But um, First time he it, fucked it's his first real six Yep, that's right. It's very catchy. You start singing from the start and it's a great chorus. It's a very simple song. just works. There's a great key change in there. Um, and then you've got like Wow Wipeout, which... Kids. Which Can I, I love. <laughs> yeah, there is. There is. Um, I, I like this song. I, I actually learnt the lyrics when it first came out. Um, I'm a big Huda Gurus fan. You know, I liked a lot of their songs from the 80s, What's My Scene, Tojo, and probably my favourite song, I Want You Back. Uh, like Wow Wipeout's right up there. But in terms of the singability test, in terms of the iconic songs, it's got to be Summer of 69. I think you're wrong, but uh. <laughs> I think you're right, Mike. I always said you knew what you were talking about. Uh, and the final uh, countdown is the final countdown versus I love rock and roll. Okay, this one's a slightly easy one for me, as they're, they're both good songs, but there's one song that I think stands just a little bit head and shoulders uh, above the other. And you're about to offend one of us. I, I am, and, and I, I've warned her, I was worried about this. I mean, on the one hand, you've got Joan Jett, the queen of rock and roll, the godmother of punk, but, and it's a simple song with a repetitive uh, guitar riff. Absolutely. But, on the other hand... Putting through love, got, I love rock and roll. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, just, just, that, just that fanfare when it first comes in. It's uh, it's pretty fantastic. This song was huge when it came out. Swedish rock band. They also had Rock the Night and Carrie, but you it's got to be love, Oh, you love your Swedes too, Mike. I do love my Swedes. Final Countdown. Final going Countdown. Yes, well done, Mike. You really came through with the goods. You really did well you, there. You had a lot of work to do. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah, you did for, well. Well for, played. For, for two of you, it is. <laughs> mm, we're loving this. This is really good. <laughs> Let me just play this. Quarterfinals. And we're into the quarterfinals of, uh, of the 80s rock songs that we like. Mm. Quarterfinal number one, Ben, with your serve, is Living on a Prayer versus Eye of the Tiger. All right. So now we've, we've gone through our discussions and our Wikipedia notes and everything now i think i like how mike said the singability so i think i'm going with singability from here on in for the the quarters onwards mm-hmm. both of them were two of my favorite songs in the, from the 80s at the time i remember singing them a lot but i'm just going to go on my gut singability i'm going to vote for eye of the tiger okay mike you've got no work to do on this one uh because i'm also going for eye of the tiger I've probably played my hand in the first part where I said I don't really like living on a prayer anymore. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like I can't uh, I can't come at uh, and I did vote for Eye of the Tiger as well before too. So uh, so for me, yeah, I, I did used to like I was a big Bon Jovi fan when it when I when they first started. In fact, my sister once to piss me off decided to tape over like two seconds of a track on uh, oh. my, my copy of Slippery When Wet. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's harsh. Yeah. Yeah, I must have really pissed her off. I don't know why. Uh, probably fair, but um, but uh, but no, I have the tiger for me. So I have the tiger's going through to a semi-final. Out of interest, Mike, which way would you have gone? I probably would have gone living on a prayer, just because it Ooh. was such a big song. Yeah. Wow. Well, you were halfway we there. Yeah, yeah. glad we weren't halfway there because I nearly went with that. That would have been the swing. Now this this, this is a, one, this is this could have been a final. I feel. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. Don't Stop Believing versus Africa. Two great songs. Two great I, songs. Uh, is both. it wrong to give away anything? No, I'll leave it to last. Let's just say these two were very high on my list if I was ranking these 16 songs in order. They could even be one on two. Could be. Could be. I would say that, the, yeah, I'd be similar. But so was Epic, which just got knocked mm. out by Africa as well. Mm. Don't Stop Believing versus Africa. Yeah, this is really tough. If I had a choice, okay, I'm going to go with the test of if I had a choice between one of the two of them to put on right now, I am going to put on Don't Stop Believing. Mm, and you are a big Glee fan too, Tim. Oh, was uh, it in that? I am going to go for Africa. <laughs> it did have a it did have a renaissance thanks to Glee. Oh. Does that, does well, that change your view, Tim? It's not too late. Look, I'm happy if either get through. So I'm going to stick with Don't Stop Believing. I went with my gut and it's quite big, so... I'll go with Don't Stop Believing. So these these were actually numbers one and two on my list, and I don't know whether I should give that away this early. I know, but it means that I'm about to get rid of my number two on my list, which I'm really unhappy about. I don't think it deserves to go out either, but I have to go with the one I put at number one, and that was Don't Stop Believing. So oh. I, I don't even... Mike doesn't even get a chance, and I feel like Africa deserved to be in the final, but one of them has to go out at this stage. So sorry, okay. I... I have to go with Don't Stop Believing. Ooh, and it was just a toss-up between, for me, with, oh, yeah, okay. 
Yep. And which way, which way would you have gone, Mike? I know oh, where he's going. Easily Africa. Africa. Easily. Easily. Easily you're not, Africa. You're not, a fan, you're not a fan of Don't Stop Believing, are you, Mike? Oh, no, no, I don't mind. Steve Perry's got a great voice. Oh, um, sure. And it passes the long test. But for me, once you get into that, um, that chorus of Africa, you know, the first line and then the second line takes you higher and higher and then the harmonies kick in. It's, it, uh, oh. you know, it gives you the chills. He's saying it's I've the made only a song. It's the only <laughs> song that would have um, made me vote for Don't Stop Believing. Is, yeah, I would have put Africa uh, through to the final. It was just a bad matchup for me. Do you want me to change my vote? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, you can. Uh, it's, uh, it's, have I hit record? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Can't change the vote. <laughs> I wasn't going to change the vote. You can't do that, but I am grieving for Africa at the so moment. So am I. I'm also yeah. grieving for we, we built this city, though, because I wanted that to at least go through one round. I'm pretty um, comfortable with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> quarterfinal well, number three is probably just as hard. Yeah. Sweet Child it of Mine a- versus Pride in the Name of Love. Whew. Yeah, I think it's I think it's best to be going first in these, so you don't feel as guilty when you're the second one uh, putting someone out here. But so I'm going to go with yeah, it is a tough matchup. You're right, but I'm going to go with Pride. That's all I have. Okay, Mike, this one's over to you. I'm going with Sweet Child of Mine because I think that is the ultimate '80s rock song for me. Yeah, look, I, like, I, I, I think Pride is a great song, and as I said, it's one of my favourite if not my favourite U2 song, and I do love U2 uh, and the band. And uh, But Sweet Child of Mine is the 80s rock. Thanks, Tim. It is. It's it's up there with uh, with a couple of others, and it's got to be Sweet Child of Mine. I thought, I thought even though I picked Pride, I was pretty confident Sweet Child of Mine was going through, but I tried. This is, I gave it a I fair think, chance. I think this next one is probably the strongest quarterfinal. For mine, it's That's the weakest. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's the weakest for me too, Mike. It's only because you, you hate "Don't Stop Believing." That's just really, <laughs> really thwarting you. But um, all right. So yeah, Tim. Uh, oh, is it me or you? It's you, isn't it? It's Summer me. 69. Yes. And the final, the countdown. final countdown. The song I dislike the least is the final countdown. Over to you, Ben. <laughs> is that <laughs> is that harsh? Is that harsh? Oh, uh, <laughs> see, no, it's not harsh. It was very quick, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, because I, I I do like the the final countdown a lot at the time. I, as I said, I bought the yeah. single. I bought this the yeah. single, not the CD yeah, single. The but yeah, I went. Uh, I liked both of them at the time, and I, I would actually love to give this over to Mike as a tiebreaker. But I have to be true to myself, and I do like the final countdown more than I like Summer of '69. So I have to put it through. Sorry, Mike. No, there's no apologies. I, I would have gone with final countdown. Make it three zip. Okay, yeah. good. Makes, no room for Brian Adams better. here, sorry. No, no, no. Joey Tempest, you're in. Should have stuck with a 12-string. The semi-finals. And there's the sting for the semi-finals. Semi-final number one. Whew. It's dun, dun, inspiration. Dun. Inspiration dun, coming dun, from everywhere. Dun. I have the Tiger versus Don't Stop Believing. Oh, it's a ripper. It's an absolute ripper, this one. These were two of my top one they're, they're both are really high so i feel bad with this one i the tiger it's so uplifting you know if you want to play sport or something chuck this on fire yourself up don't stop believing 
you want to sit there and watch Glee? I mean, not that I do that, but if you wanted to do that, I actually don't watch Glee, I must admit. But um, The redhead in that was kind uh, of cute, wasn't she? Was there a redhead yeah. in that? She was a teacher? You and your redheads, Tim. Yeah, yeah. she was a teacher. I watched the first season. Living in South um, Detroit? Just a yes. small town girl? Living in a... I, living in lonely world. Lonely world? That's it. Aren't we all? Oh, well, a little bit less lonely now that we've had some restrictions lifted. But I... Yeah, this this yeah, this is tough. I'm gonna go with don't stop believing. Knowing full wells is gonna end up at tiebreak Mike. Oh, but tiebreak tiebreak Mike, we know where he's going with this one. Not necessarily. Mm. You don't know what necessarily. I'm doing. Mm. Don't stop believing, not, my pick. It's not gonna it's not necessarily gonna go through to, to um even though I think Don't Stop Believing Mrs. Africa was a tougher call than Don't Stop Believing Mrs. Eye of the Tiger. Oh, uh, so do I. So do I actually. Yeah. So I've got to put Don't Stop Believe, Believing in for the same. Like, I, oh. I, when we went to Take see the musical, <laughs> when we went to see the musical Rock of Ages, which I know is not a real musical, it's a jukebox musical, but I was so fucking pumped after, oh, I still am. I'm ready to go for a run now. I'm going to listen mm. to these two songs and just, just sprint to you the should. door. You <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Don't Stop Believing's gone through the grand final. Sorry, Mike. Which way, would, which way would you have gone? I would have actually picked Don't Stop Believing. Oh, I was there. wrong. I apologise, Mike. Over Eye of the Tiger. I, I just think that Africa was stronger in that in that um, quarterfinal. I really that wish qu- they landed on separate sides of the draw. Mm. The, the bottom quarter, the bottom left-hand quarter, another one bites the dust, Don't Stop Believing, Epic in Africa. That was oh, wow. Tough. That's harsh. It's a very tough That's quarter as a draw. the way the, the machine spits them out. Yeah, uh, stupid machine. I might rage against this machine. Nice. <laughs> we'll be, that'll be coming up in a later podcast. Um, but all we can do is put them in and do it, you know, do it the right That's way. That's right. Yeah. Call it as it comes. Yeah, exactly right. Okay, so now we've got the other side of the draw. We have Sweet Child of Mine versus The Final Countdown. I wouldn't have thought these two would make it through to the semi, to be honest. Like, uh, or not both. Um, I mean, one, maybe one. I didn't think yeah. they'd be playing each other in a semi. And the one, well, look, I, I do think they're worthy combatants. They do stand for everything that is '80s rock with long hair and um, oh, yes. and, and, and yeah, shouting. The, mm. yeah, the yeah, riffs, the guitar riffs, everything. So it's it's they're definitely worthy '80s mm. songs. The, 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 the bigger riff. Is sweet child of mine, and that's that's going through, that's going through with my vote to take a one lead. I'm going to leave this one up to tiebreaker Mike because uh, I don't know. There's something about the final countdown. I know it's cheesy. I know I just there's something about just that first bit of instrumental music that just gets me every time and fires me up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it up to Mike. I'm gonna vote the final countdown. See, for Over me, this, this is a very very uh, uh, tough semi final because. They both they both drag you in there. They both pass the the, the sing along test. They both pass the let's play the song again test. After I heard it, you know they both have great guitar riffs, fanfare, you name it. But overall, it's got to be Sweet Child of Mine. Ooh. Yeah, I, I know. Tough one. That was good because I didn't know which way you were going with that one, Mike. That I was on the edge of my seat literally with that one. I could not. I, I couldn't. I couldn't blink. I was so. In, I was so on the edge of my seat, and uh, and if I stared too long, I'd probably break down and cry. I think if I, if that didn't get through, and that was a long <laughs> way around to get to that joke. <laughs> it was. And there we Ready go. Ready to go now? 
we go. The grand final. To the grand final. There's the music. It's in the background. Don't oh. Stop Believing by Journey versus Sweet Child of Mine, Guns and Roses. Oh, and straight well, off the bat, I think. I think, yeah. Straight off the bat, I knew that Don't Stop Believing or Africa was getting there on that side. And I'd had no idea on the other side what was coming through. I, any of them could have got there. So um, I think I've said everything I need to say about this. And Don't Stop Believing was my number one song on my list. So I'm voting for Don't Stop Believing. Okay. I love both songs. The difference that I can pick here is that I didn't know Don't Stop Believing really in the 80s, whereas I loved Sweet Child of Mine from the moment I heard it in the 80s. So Sweet Child of Mine is getting my vote to take a tiebreaker mic. It just sounds apt that the grand final comes down to tiebreaker mic. Wow, this is again a worthy grand final. You've got Steve Perry versus Axel. Um, it's a tough one, but again, I, I, I have to side with Tim here. I I grew up and loved Sweet Child of Mine, and it's got to be Sweet Child of Mine. Sweet Child of Mine. Congratulations, Guns N' Roses. The winner. Well, what a, I was going to say, without any pun intended, but now that I've, I've thought there is pun, it still wasn't intended. What a journey. We've gone on uh, to get there. Been a hell of a journey. And don't but, just don't stop believing. Anyone can make it to the grand final. Yeah, we've gone cross continents. You know, we've got we've had people from Canada, people from Africa, even though they're Toto. <laughs> we even Sweden. Yeah, Sweden. There's a lot of pride in the rumor. Dublin, exactly. Oh, there right. it is. Yeah. So I uh, think the number the number that actually got you know. We had to go to tiebreaker, Mike, on this. Uh, just says a lot about the competition this week that there was just so many worthy participants. Oddly enough, the first round was the hardest to to, to decide. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> there was there, yeah. and the t- yeah. So, um, well, that's it. Congratulations. Uh, I'm sure Axel will be here to to accept his his award soon. He's he's normally very punctual when it comes to uh, to getting on stage. Uh, but he'll be wrapped. Yeah, congratulations to Sweet Child of Mine. I think that won't be the last musical podcast we do. I think there's going to be uh, a few more coming up. Yes, yes. But next, but next week is going next to be uh, it's something completely different again. It's going to be do, do I do I give away what we're doing next week, or do you think that will turn people off from tuning in next week? I think you can give it away. What are we What are well, we doing next week? We were we were next week. Eventually, we're going to have like a, a wheel of fortune type of wheel, I think, to, to select for Ooh. us, but, but not yet, not yet. I was thinking we were going to do, be doing zoo animals next week, our favourite zoo animals, just for something different, something a bit light. I think we will. Mike, thank you for uh, coming in and settling these arguments. We've made everyone's job easier now. Next time there is a bait in a pub about what the best rock song of the 80s is, they'll just say, hang on, tiebreaker Mike, work this out for us. Sweet child do you think now that next people can go back to? Do you think now that people can go back to pubs, they'll probably just be sitting in pubs listening to our podcast? Yes, I, I would. Think it's going to happen. I would yeah. too. I'd suggest everyone goes and listens to it a second time in a Crazy pub with not. your mates. Crazy if they're not, and if they want to uh, email us, of course they can email us on the email address that I can't remember. It's uh, the brackets podcast at gmail dot com. The brackets podcast at gmail dot com. Thank you, Mike. We will see you next week uh, and uh, Ben, we'll see you next week and hear you. Yes, yes. 
Yes, you will. And uh, thank you, Tim, uh, as always. And, and I'll be seeing you next week as well. And like we always say... Brackets are brackets are brackets. And what else do we say, Mike? My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Bigger, better. Brasher's City Store, now bigger and better. All Brasher's stores explode with celebration bargains. Bigger in audio, big bargain value. Sanyo Dolby Cassette Deck, a Brasher's special, only $1.99. Bigger in TV, Philips 63cm with push-button channel selection, $7.76. Bargains galore on every floor and at all other Brasher's stores. Right, Sam? Right on, Mr. B. It's...